welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Onward and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Onward. We're also going to give some suggestions of things that you could watch, listen to, or look at if you're stuck at home. During the quarantine. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which most people are not probably doing. As With, we've seen. Well, we're sitting here together. Yeah, closer than six feet. Well, don't back from the mic. <laughs> With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up, y'all? How are you doing? I came back from New York a day early because I freaked myself out. How was New York? I'm telling you, it was very eerie. It's the only way to describe it. I've never, ever in my life seen New York that empty. Like, I know, obviously, it was not the dream scenario of trip because, like, stuff was canceled and closed. Yeah. But, like, I know for you and things that you like, yeah. aren't you sort of glad that you got to witness that as, like, part of time? Of course. Because, you know, I'm I'm always a doomsdayer. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I love I Am Legend when the whole city is empty and yeah. there's, like, grass growing in Times Square. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was an I Am Legend. I mean, it is, I've seen videos on yeah. Twitter, too. Like, it is nuts. Yeah. I was sad, though, about the play. Yeah. Because I was supposed to go see Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf because they were trying to get all of their theaters full. Yeah. Or Scott Rudin was, specifically. Yeah. $50 so like, tickets. $50 The ticket tickets. that you would have had, you know how much that ticket costs? How much you think? $280. I looked it up. <laughs> you got for $50. And literally five minutes later, you texted me, they said, and you said, all the Broadway shows are canceled. I, I knew, yeah. I said I haven't even landed. <laughs> I was still in the air. Just plans being canceled. Yeah. What a weird and tricky time. I know. Um, Times Square was dead. All the trains were empty. Were there still some people in Times Square, though? Yeah, I mean, there was a handful, but definitely not yeah. a lot. See, the thing I've been sort of gathering from listening to people at work is that, like, some people already had trips planned. Yeah. And they were like, we couldn't get our money back. And that's what my... You see... Yeah. I didn't investigate as far as I should have. Yeah. Because I looked on the... I tagged something from the hotel and looked on their Instagram from, like, a two or three weeks ago. And at the, that point, they were then allowing cancellations. Yeah. Their whole thing, though, like, oh, when I booked the thing, it said, you are not allowed to cancel. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I, that's why I decided to go. Yeah. So it's like, I do get it. Like, I get it, but it is a little, like, every time I go into work and there's, like, people everywhere, I'm sort of like, what are you doing? Yeah. Also, it's weird selling open containers of candy. Yeah. So I'm like. I mean, but think of, like, the airport. <laughs> there are still hundreds of flights oh, going yeah. to and from across the country everywhere with partially full of planes my planes were certainly not as full as they normally have been going to and from new york yeah but people are still going that's what i'm saying it's like there's one percent of people in the population who are like listening to this social distancing thing 99 percent of people are not i'm in the 99 i kind of am too Yikes. but i told you i gotta stay home you're raising your eyebrows at me like you're not gonna see me again after this we really should have i'm gonna be bugging you so you're off and I'm not, so I'm definitely coming to at least pick on you once or twice. Not by choice. Because of my work, I do need to stay home for two weeks. Yeah. I didn't say by choice. I don't want people to think. I'm just chilling. I don't think anybody thinks that. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is Onward. Say it. Onward. It's the new Pixar movie starring Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Octavia Spencer, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. The best cast of all time. Really, an all-star cast. <laughs> um, it's about these two, this boy who's like a goblin. 
He's a troll. They're elves. They're elves. <laughs> He's blue and has big ears. And he turns 16. His mom gives him, like, a letter from his dad. His dad left him, like, this magic stick that can bring him back for a day so he can see what him and his brother turned into as men. Because the dad passed away. Because the dad passed away. And the brother is obsessed with some game um, that's like Dungeons and Dragons kind of-ish. And so he has... So they go on this like quest to solve the... I mean, to get some stone. (laughs) You're talking the whole... (laughs) That's the whole plot of the film. Um, Anyway... Uh, yeah, that's that. Did you cry? I didn't cry. I definitely teared up. Yeah, me too. I will say I w- did not think it was going to be good. No, the trailer looks so stupid. And I think this is definitely one of those movies where, like, it could definitely, a five-year-old could watch it and appreciate it just as much as an adult. Absolutely. Because, like, the deeper theme, it's sort of like Inside Out. Yeah. Whereas, like, the deeper message behind all of it, first of all, it's a Pixar movie, so, like, there's definitely a quality that I expect every time you go see one of those movies. Of course. And I, the only one I didn't see is the dinosaur one. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? No. I think it's on Netflix. Or it's on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. Frozen 2 is on Disney Plus now. Wow. I think of all those DVD sales they lost. I know. And I didn't buy it yet, but I will. Don't worry. <laughs> um... Anyway, so I doubt it looked a little more kiddie than some of the other ones have, but and for about seventy percent of the movie, it was more kiddie than most of them are. Yeah, but there's always that adult yes. theme underlying. But then they really hit at the end. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, yeah." So I ended up loving it. Worst part of the whole movie was the Simpsons short in the beginning. Yeah, instead of all the Pixar movies have like a another short, yeah. which are usually very amazing yeah um and this one since disney owns fox now they used they made a simpson short it was a little bit of an eye roll you're right it just didn't fit the tone like that was a little too like the simpsons to me is an adult show yeah it's not a children's show yeah i had a joke about breastfeeding yeah what was the other one like ADD yeah. and all this other weird stuff. Even though it was like obviously from the perspective of the baby. What's yeah. his name? Maggie. Yeah. That just didn't seem like. I don't think kids are as familiar with The Simpsons. Even though, I mean, I guess it's at Universal Studios. Yeah. So I don't know. That just. Like, that to me is something that belongs on like YouTube or like right. Twitter. You think Disneyland will have like The Simpsons? Yeah, I do wonder like, will that go away from Universal now? Right. Universal closed studios. Yeah, is CityWalk closed? I don't think so. Okay, so you know how AMC can only fifty percent; they're only selling, but like on the app, all the seats were open. So just once they hit a certain number, it cuts It'll off. It'll tell you it's sold out. I looked through the app yesterday when we were picking movies, and there were—I mean, there were still a lot of people in the theater. Yeah, a lot of theaters too are doing staggered seating. We have to sit like away. One, yeah, and then like two seats, and then one seat, and then two. I don't trust it. I mean, the theaters are disgusting. There's usually like goop in the seat. Like, I mean, if we're like, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I don't need to joke. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I thought it was a, it's a great, it was a good movie, like I said, because a parent could take their kid, you both get something out of it. Amen. And it was funny. It was. We laughed out loud a few times. Yeah. What is Chris Pratt going to do forever? 
like once Guardians of the Galaxy is over, because what they're making another one already. Mm-hmm. What will he do? I guess he's just gonna be like in blockbusters. Yeah, like summer action movies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really vibe with him that much. Are you going to watch the Octavia Spencer movie on Netflix? No. <laughs> it looks... Gotta be honest. She's not, like, the greatest actress in the world. <gasps> Adrian, how could you even say that? She's Ma. <laughs> I mean, she is Ma. She was great in What's the happening help. to her contest? I don't we know. We should tweet at her. Octavia... Is COVID-19 canceling <laughs> your Ma contest? <laughs> I don't think it is. Oh, no. And hopefully I win. Um, I will say this about Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She really, she, like, this was her transition from television to film this year. She did Downfall, Downhill, which did nothing. Right. And this, which is getting snuffed out, basically, by, um... The virus. The virus. And I thought, poor Julia. She really cannot catch a break. Yeah. That's the stars telling you something's not working out right now. But I love her. Yeah, she's great. She was good. I mean, and Tom Holland, I really do like. Yeah. I wish he would do something other, like, you know, like, we talk about this all the time. These people that are in all the Marvel movies, they have to do other things at the same time. That way, when that moment ends, it's not so like, where do we go from here? Right. Because they already have, like, sort of, he needs to do, like, a rom-com or... Becoming of age. Like abduction or something. Yeah. Wasn't it the one with Taylor Lautner? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like something that's like a little outside of that box so that people can see him other places. Let's see what's on the horizon. But meanwhile, his checks are clearing. Like, I mean, it's not like his life is at risk. Yeah, he's doing just fine. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Onward? Go see it. <laughs> it is sad, like, the stuff that's out right now, it's not a lot. It's kind of a rough no, time for movies. Of course. So I'm sad all these good movies are getting pushed. I know. But most people probably won't be going to the movies, but I still am trying to go. Right. I'm a fool, I know. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a French film starring people I'd never seen before. Me either. Wasn't this supposed to come out last year? Yes. And it got pushed because... I have no idea. So will this be in contention for awards this coming year? I feel like, yeah. Because it was nominated for some, like, spirit, like, independent stuff last year. Yeah. I don't think it will be nominated for big awards, though. Even, like, foreign film? I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, But it's not going to be like Parasite. Yeah, oh, no. Uh, Nothing's going to be like Parasite. No. Um... Portrait of Lady on Fire is about this woman who's hired as a painter to paint this woman. She goes, travels by boat, which was the best part of the whole movie. I got seasick. I just thought, oh, I to when I used to ride the canoe in Boy Scouts, yeah. I, oh, it made me feel just like bubble guts. <laughs> um, anyway, so she has to go paint this woman who does, is being sold into an arranged marriage. Not sold, but she's being sent, sent to an arranged marriage. And... Um, the woman doesn't want that, obviously, so she doesn't want to show her face to a painter. So instead, this woman pretends to be like a companion yeah. and then has to paint her at night. Yeah. It turns into a love story between the two women. Yeah. But it's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. It totally. It's in the trailer. Um, You think stuff like this happened way back then? What le- year was it? Lesbians? Like the 1700s? Okay. When, um, as a big Judy Garland fan, 
I used to read this book called, I don't remember what it's called, but I checked it out from the library multiple times about lesbians in Hollywood, like in the 30s. How old were you? Probably 10, <laughs> less than 10. I really can't look at you. Gotta put my hand I was out. probably in like fourth or fifth grade. Everybody should know when I say I can't look at Curry. It's called the selling my, circle. My hand is over his face. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I guess people were still lesbians then. No, I'm not saying that, but like, is this like an actual factual thing that people did? Like where people like were painting other, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that, I totally, I think. If not fascinating. I would have died if I lived back then. You think? I would have definitely killed myself. Adrian. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. First of all, it was so quiet in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, what a miserable house. There's like no pictures. Most of the rooms looked empty. Right. It was, first of all, aesthetically a very pretty movie. It's, it looks like a painting. The Exactly. Yeah. The clothing was amazing. The colors. The colors. The setup, like the way they just broke down the story was very good. The part, I will say, that put me off the most. What drug were they doing through their armpit? Oh, I don't know. You I meant to Google. French historian about that. They do some sort of pe- drug. It's t- like cream. Yeah. Can you get high from your armpit? I mean, people get drunk from their butthole. But that's going inside you. Can stuff just go through your pores and your armpit? And I mean, your you... arm, your deodorant and stop is like plugging up your pores and making you smell good. So I'm sure it can go the other way. That really was off-putting. That sort of was like a left turn. I was like, well, I don't know about all this. But again, maybe that's what people did back then. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure they didn't just pull that out of the air. Should I look it up? And I didn't like that. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> I thought the acting, I'd never seen these two women before. The blonde woman looks familiar, though. I don't think she's blonde in real life. Oh. Anyway, they were both great. The movie was great. They had very amazing, like, they had such good chemistry. The chemistry is From the very beginning. That being said, like, they were sort of destined to be together because they were the only people they ever saw. So I thought, well, of course they we gonna want to fall in love. They're deserted in this house, <laughs> right? It was like <laughs> I mean, it was like, just bound to happen. At some point, you just gotta touch yeah. somebody. It is a little slow. It was very slow. If you're afraid of subtitles, there is not a lot, of, a ton of dialogue. Yeah, um, since it's mostly from the point of view of one person. Also, I just kept thinking, does this woman paint in real life, or did she learn how to do this? There must have been a double. It the paintings were so good. And that part was cool. It sort of reminded me of Phantom Thread a little bit. Yeah, it's very aesthetically similar. Yeah, but I really loved it. And that this movie's had a lot of hype, like, through the internet. So I was nervous, sort of, like, that it wasn't going to be that good. Right. But it was fantastic. A very slow movie to see when the world's sort of depressing as is. Yeah. Um, but if you're in the movie, in the mood to see a French um, love story, this is the one. That's correct. Have you found anything about drugs through the armpit? No. Have you found anything about Tom Holland? Yes, he's doing like a World War II movie. Why can't we just make chick flicks? Let's start a side podcast. You don't want to talk about chick flicks with me. No. Fine. Okay, anything else you want to say about Portrait of a Lady on Fire? That's it. Is a portrait of a lady on fire? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we decided since everybody, a lot of people are at home right now and they have access to all these streaming platforms and they have time on their hands, that we would give some recommendations for things that we think you should be watching 
or reading or listening to or whatever you want to say. Wait, this says Portrait of a Lady on Fire loses out on France's Oscar pick to Les Mis. So it would have been last year. Oh. So that's it. I really wanted to see Les Mis. Yeah. Okay, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. It's okay. Interesting. Um, th- for we're going to recommend a movie, a TV show, and a CD that people should consider while they're at home with free time. Okay, good. You go first. First, we'll start with movie. Okay. One of my favorite movies last year. Does it year. have to be streaming? No. Oh, you can like buy it on iTunes or whatever? Well, yeah, everybody has the internet. Okay. One of the movies that I loved last year that literally got no release, isn't even available on DVD, was Britney Runs a Marathon. Oh. It's on Amazon Prime. It's very funny, but also has like some heart to it yeah. about a girl who runs the New York Marathon. It's on Amazon. And it's on Amazon Prime. And it's, if you're in the mood for something light, but also like different than everything else, it's a good choice. I can't just pick one. I have two. Pick two. First one is Wild Rose. Fantastic. That movie. There's that movie is like you, you could watch it with basically like your whole family, unless yes. your kid is like five and doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. It is a beautiful, sad, funny, heartwarming, perfect movie, and it's got some music, and it's got music. Number two, Celeste and Jesse Forever. If you want like a quintessential version of what LA looks like and is like, watch that movie. Yes. And if you like Rashida Jones and Andy Samberg, even better. Because they play a great couple that are going through a divorce. Perfect. (laughs) It's very funny. Kind of sad. Yeah. But it's cute and nobody's ever seen it. I've met like three people in my life who have seen it. Yeah, it really didn't get the build that it should have. I don't know how I even found out about it. Because you like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're both stars. Like, you'd think it would have had a bigger... That's true. Um, Okay, next is a TV show that you think people could pick up on that they haven't maybe watched. You go first. If you're looking for something dumb, Love is Blind. And (laughs) I only recommend it... Everybody else I have two answers. Can I say one good, one not good, one easy? Anyway, it's a good time. And also, it doesn't end in a typical... It actually has some... Not depth, it doesn't have any depth to it, but, like, it does have some, like, stuff that is actually thought out to the, in the end. It sort of is surprising at the end, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so you can watch a lot of dumb stuff, and at the end it's sort of like, I can't believe I just wasted my time. At the end it sort of gets good. Um, the other thing I want to recommend is, if you haven't watched Curb Your Enthusiasm ever, the new season is so funny. Like, actually... We watch a lot of stuff that's funny and sit with blank faces. It's like actually (laughs) makes you laugh out loud, which I like. And this season they hit like every horrible hot button issue. And he's like the only person that can get away with doing it the way that he does. I've never even seen one second. I don't know that you would love it because it's silly and you don't really like silly stuff like that. But it is very and he is so like in the know with Hollywood and stuff. So like. All the pop culture jokes I think you would love. But the new season is really funny. Can I just watch that? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. You never need to watch any of the old ones. Like, it doesn't matter. You can just start from now. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, I have two, too. Mm-hmm. If you, by some grace of God, didn't watch Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat on Netflix, I think that's a great one. I rewatched it on the airplane for a second. And The Looming Tower on Hulu. Another show that got no recognition is, like, the best TV show from last year. 
Okay. <laughs> Perfect. You're trying to really get people depressed. It is about 9-11. Warning. Yeah. Actually, not just about 9-11. It's about just, like, the war on terror from, like, 1990 to 2001. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. What's yeah. that guy's name that's in it? Who was on the um, the newsroom, that HBO show? Yeah, Michael... <sighs> I don't know. We need Patrick. Whatever. Um, and finally, a, a CD that you would recommend. It is called Star Maker by Honey Harper. I listened to the whole thing like five times on my trip. Who is that? This like alternative, kind of like Orville Peck, but better. Kind of like gay country, okay. which is, I guess, a new theme genre, genre of music. But he's actually very good. Okay. My recommended album is If You Want Something Mindless. Don't say Kelly Clarkson. I'm not going to say Kelly Clarkson. Did you listen to her song from Trolls World Tour? No. Is Selena Gomez. Her new CD is bops. Like all bops, even the slow songs. Yes, she's not like an out of this world singer. And she really has never been my favorite. But I will say it's all like really well produced and it's not just mumble mess like most of what's on the radio right now. There are, like, actually some, like... Yeah. It's sort of, like, it reminds me a lot, You'll Roll Your Eyes, of Carly Rae Jepsen, the CD that everybody was obsessed with. Oh. Where it was, like, they're all so catchy. The choruses are, like, so catchy. I liked it. And I've listened to the whole C, like, start to finish multiple times, and it's, it's bops. <laughs> and Kelly thinks she's an amazing singer. No, that's not what she's saying. She said, like, believe in your talent. She said, believe in your talent. Selena Gomez said she wants to make music. What's she supposed to do? Say, you can't, honey, you can't sing? She's a talk show host. She has to be nice to her guests. Wait, I have to figure out which song I want. Be nice about Kelly. What is this? I'm trying to figure out the song if this is it. Continue talking. Oh. Um, we didn't get any questions this week. Which that's... makes a lot of sense because there's a lot going on in the world this week. So, that's Okay. And we listed things, so we'll just use that as the filler there. Perfect. Um, now it's time for your song of the week. It's called The Day It Rained Forever by Honey Harper. <sighs> I'll show you when we pull it up. 
My song of the week is If the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels. Hey, that's fitting. I was distracted and in traffic I didn't feel it when the earthquake happened But it really got me thinking Were you out drinking? Were you in the living room chilling Watching television? It's been a year now Think I figured out how How to let you go and let communication die out I know, you know, we know You weren't down for forever and it's fine I know, you know, we know We weren't each other and it's fine but if the world was ending you'd come over right you'd come over and you'd stay the night would you love me for the hell of it all our fears would be irrelevant if the world was ending you'd come over right the sky'd be falling and I'd hold you tight and there wouldn't be a reason why we would even have to say goodbye if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Just because I think it's funny, and also it really is a bop. That yeah. guy can sing. I don't know who that is. He's good. Amazing. Yeah, most of the music Spotify recommends me right now is horrible. <laughs> so I, I like when one of them like actually is talented. Uh, this week you are looking forward to... I guess being at home. Yeah. Don't be sad. You may have to be home too pretty soon. I hope, honestly, I hope not. I, how will I pay my rent? Maybe Dylan's pay. Yeah, this is a com. Yeah, we can talk later. Um, I'm looking forward to Little Fires Everywhere, that show with Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. I really don't like Carrie Washington. I was just talking to my mom in the car. First of all, I watched that Anita Hill movie. Did you ever watch that? No. I watched it last week. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, <laughs> Carrie Washington is so oh, good. Also, definitely. it's because in the Hillary documentary, yeah. they talked a lot about Anita Hill. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I meant to watch that Carrie Washington movie. So then I did. And wow. Terrible. The story is just insane. Yeah. And Carrie Washington is unreal. She's so, oh, so it's good. Oh, she's so good. She is a very specific type. Yeah. But when she plugs into the right thing, yeah. not people's the tyler perry movie that obviously wasn't it but like scandal she really was good about that show is she really figured out where like her genre of thing yeah so i'm hoping that this show is similar to that also you know i love reese but i do think she like i i i hope that she doesn't go away i have fear that like some like people won't really know what to do with her look cdc recommends no gatherings of 50 plus people for the next two months doesn't apply to schools and businesses because they're already closing. Yeah, you know my uh, the like dean of or I don't remember what his title was. The department head of theater. His last day teaching was like two days ago. This is like the end of it. He was retiring this year, so he like just ends. Isn't that weird to think about? Doesn't that apply to the Grove? Like places like the Grove, wouldn't that be a gathering of fifty people? The mall. I or guess. I guess doesn't apply to a business. business. I don't know what's happening. I and the thing is, is every other person tells us something different, which has been so frustrating. Because like the maintenance people, are like we're closing, then the people that are running are like, no, we're not. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just ringing. I'm like next in line. I mean, it's like, what can I do? I just got. You've been wearing gloves. Oh yeah. Okay, that's washing my hands. They're so dry, and they're already dry <laughs> to begin with. Now they're as dry as my elbows. 
Yikes. Like a chalkboard. My poor skin. I need some love. What's last? Your goober of the week. Me. Why? Because I left New York a day early. Yeah, but you didn't know. I know. And the last stuff was closed. Did you go get the cookie in the basement? Did not go to Levin. <sighs> That's nope. the best part of New York. I know. And now they have like five of them. Do they deliver to LA? Maybe. Is it still soft? No. I don't think so. Um, I don't have a goober. You're like me. I mean, it's, 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 everybody's stupid. So like I just think like in general where most of us are goobers. That's All the people's fair. trying to sell toilet paper from their house. Or no, my true goober, that guy who bought 15,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. You saw it? And he was like, I don't want to be the guy on the news that's like hawking hand sanitizer. I'm like, well, there's a news crew in front of you filming you (laughs) standing in front of it. So, But he made $40,000. That's fine. God will get him. People like that, I'm like, oh, something. Of course. You know, he'll end up doing meth in his armpits like that woman in the movie. All right, y'all. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And don't go outside. If you can. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.